Do you think industry plants, do you think it's a bad thing having industry plants? Do you think it's bad, good, or do you not really, you're in the middle? Because that's, because that's what I want to get people's opinions on, what they think about industry plants. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the JLB Podcast with me, Reese, and... Billy, or you know, Billy Burns SFW on YouTube, as always. Um, have we not been, have we done one last week? No, last week we missed it because of no, our we uh, final major projects at yeah. college. It's been taking yeah. up a lot of time, hasn't it? Oh, 100%. Um, Josh actually is unfortunately ill. Yeah. That's why the empty seat is here. That's why you couldn't make it today. And um, we but was going to have a guest on today, my friend Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, he could still join halfway through potentially, but he's not responding to my text at the minute. I I mean, he's probably busy. He's a busy guy anyway. But um, <laughs> no, he, he is, to be honest. But yeah, so he might join halfway through. Um, but if not, he'll probably be on next week or sometime in the future. But mm. we've kept the chair there just in case he does. Like want to just join. slides in. If he wants to join halfway through, he's welcome to, but obviously we're not going to promise that. But anyways, I want to jump in so uh, on our first topic. First topic is Logan Paul's dog. Oh yeah, sorry about that. That's actually, I actually feel quite bad for Logan, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's such a shit dog. Yeah, I know, but it's still a, it's yeah, but come on, like it is still a dog. Though, yeah, I understand like, that pets are pets, and it's fucking depressing, and the fact that yeah, yeah. Just I mean, say but what you want about what, Logan, what was he twi- was really close. What dog. was twisted about it is that the fact that he released footage on the, f- the f- dog being killed. I think he just That's wants to. Just a bit. <laughs> I think he just wants to keep it real though, like keep it real with his audience. I'm sorry, but. To me, that just like gave me flashbacks to um, a certain day at the start of a year. Oh yeah. So. Uh, okay. The thing I is, just like, hmm. okay, then, yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're similar. Like, well, because when I saw that, yes, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul. But when I saw that, I thought, to be fair, I did feel really sorry for him because I know people say, oh, it's just a dog, but at the end of the day. Mm dogs like i've got such a strong like emotional attachment with my dogs mm. dogs are great companionship they but then that's just the same with every pet really if you think about oh, it. oh yeah no no without it's a not like they're special in any real way it's the fact that you have a connection with it's like a normal human being you have a connection with someone oh yeah no without like, a doubt that's why because even ksi tweeted logan yeah, no, saying like yeah so uh, to be honest i do feel sorry for logan though obviously mm. Uh, I understand what it's like. Yeah, so obviously, if you don't know, um, if you don't know, some coyotes um, came and apparently killed him. But that's just a bit deep. Um, KSI said he was like sorry to hear about. Him. He was like, "Yeah, it's all calm, respect." Um, in the caption of this video that he put on Instagram, he said, "I will find you, and I know what you look like." I thought was it wasn't he joking when he said that though? Yeah. Like, when I say joking, a lot, obviously I mean, like, a lot. Of, uh, obviously, a lot of viewers um, have taken that as a joke, and uh, it's quite funny. And it's like what I do normally. Um, I normally take the piss out of something that is quite upsetting, just because it brings a lot more happiness to it if, in a way. If that makes sense. I mean, but, yeah. usually what I do is, I usually, like, if something bad happens to me, like, if I lose something very important to me, what I normally do is I give myself, like, a couple days to grieve and, like, be at one with my emotions, let my emotions pass, and then after that, when I pick myself up, I then start, 
I guess, joking around about my misfortune mm. because it's like what I said, because we was having a conversation earlier, like things used to get to me really badly, whether this be oh, other yeah. people taking a piss or if I have misfortune, I used to hold on to them emotions for such a long time. But over the last few years, I've just kind of learned that you do have to move on. It's painful, but sometimes you got to give yourself a little bit of time to grieve and then move on with your life. Because mm-hmm. um, life's too short at the end of the day. Speaking of the pools, Jake Paul. Something has gone down where he's been hospitalised due to the fact that he punched Joe Weller in the head. <laughs> right, so what... So, all right, when I saw Jake Paul in hospital, I was a bit like... Because um, he had a cast mm, on his wrist mm. and he was in a wheelchair. So that confused me a bit at yeah. first. Yeah, he did make a video about uh, the fact that he had some kind of mutated knuckle after he punched Joe Weller or something. Something happened to his knuckle in which uh, in the next, in the same week, he also got like some rope burn from like a uh, rope that he slid down in the video of some kind. And apparently that opened up a wound in which the the infection then spread through up to his arm and then had to go to hospital in order to get it out because obviously that, that's not very good. But, um, yeah. And then, obviously, the video is clickbait. It's, oh, my boxing career is over. But, um, yeah, but when has Jake Paul not clickbaited? Yeah, but then you would, wouldn't you, if you're that person? Gib then uh, sent out a tweet about his previous tweet that said fight me and a picture of the boxing career over mm. maybe this means that Joe, uh, Jake Paul's backing out or is he do you think Jake Paul's backing out Um, in a way okay he is backing out but then is it a legit reason to back out yeah but even though this might have just been all made up in order to back out this might have just been oh yeah quick let's jump on this in make it look like uh it's just the fact that i'm injured right i'll i'll be i'll be totally Devil's honest with you here. i don't Devil's really care yeah. about this to be honest oh yeah that's what we said <laughs> <laughs> well one thing i wanted to say about jake paul knowing jake paul what's real and what's fake with him is very hard to distinguish because mm. we all know jake paul has that reputation but wh- but i do want to say yes he is backing out but then I think it's a legit reason because obviously, oh no, if he's had an infection, hundred percent. Then if this is going to hold him from fighting, obviously, it's mm. quite bad. But then again, it, it's an infection; it can be treated, and it, you will you will recover. It depends. It depends. It how depends deep. how bad it's gone. But in the in the same week he went to hospital, I'm pretty sure, or at least the same two weeks. Yeah, um, it's only been a few days. It, it was. It has only been a few days, and only a few. It's quite recent. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about the whole YouTuber boxing thing anymore. It kind of died down in the first like, time that it happened. I kind of thought it would be a bit cool, a bit. It was inciting. It was exciting because it was a new thing, and I thought that it was uh, going to be interesting. But now it's become bigger. I think that it's kind of. I mean, mediocre. 2018, that was like the year of boxing for YouTube. It used to be really good. Like when Jack, 
um, not Jake Paul's show, but like when KSI versus Joe Weller happened, that was massive, and was all into that. I was really into it as well. When Logan versus KSI happened, I was really into that. I mean, I couldn't watch it live because it was pay-per-view, and I didn't want to mm. pay money to watch it, when I can just watch it afterwards on YouTube for free. But I was really into that. I was on Twitter constantly, checking all the updates, and I got so invested in it. And then it was meant to happen again in, I think, February. Mm. But then obviously, for some reason, the contracts weren't renewed, so it didn't happen. And it's just been dragged on to the point now where it is kind of a bit boring and old news. Mm. And I don't want to say that because I really I really want to see this boxing match happen. It really interests me. But it's just it's losing the... What's the word? Not the vibe. The spark. The spark it once yeah, had. The, yeah. I think the whole contract thing is a bit stupid, though, because if you're thinking of doing a whole thing out of this and, like, making it last very a very long time, would you not make sure that the contract's in, like, in order so you can do it again? Reese, who knows? Who knows? Like, with the big YouTubers, who knows what the real reason was? You don't know. Like, now... They said it was something to do with the contracts. Like, apparently, KSI's managers didn't really do the contracts. That's mm. what we've heard. But then, let's be honest. What is real and fake with them? Mm. KSI and Logan. Yes, I like KSI's content. And he's been, you know, one of... I wouldn't say a favourite, but I've enjoyed watching his videos. And I do like him. But then you have to also be a bit sceptical and think, what's real and fake with them? Mm. Was that really the reason? Or is there a deeper like when i say deeper i mean like was there a real reason for they're trying to cover up yeah i don't i don't really know it's a bit of a hard one to say but either way we just got we'll just see what happens with the boxing match i want to see it happen but then who knows when it will um apparently prince harry wants to ban Fortnite. <laughs> oh god yeah apparently that. some i think tmz um reported on it yeah i saw uh, it as well I only just found out today and I was like, wait, what? I 100% agree, actually. You're it's agree- such a bad game. <laughs> I don't like it, personally. Um, Reese. I stopped after the beta because I was like, yeah, it's boring now. Isn't it still, isn't the game always in beta, though? Then no. wasn't it, I swear it never got released from beta. It was all, because every time I've played it, you can, like, you can okay, look at me okay. like that. Uh, after the official release of, like, more servers and shit. That's when I stopped because, no, there was, there was like a 24 hour, like, no, it was like a whole week before beta. And then it like, it's obviously games are continuously updated, but it's not like it's still in beta. Well, yeah, but it's because whenever I go on the loading screen, it says in the yellow beta in like the top left or right hand corner. Oh, okay, I don't know. I mean, that. I'll be honest with you. I, I did play Fortnite back in February just to kind of revisit it. Mm. But before that, I hadn't played it for six months because after season, I think it was season five, season six, the game, like I said earlier, just kind of lost its spark that it once had for me anyway. Mm. People still enjoy the game. And I think, you know what? Like Fortnite was an exciting game. But when you, I'd say if you're a new Fortnite player, you love the game. But I've played it since season one. And it doesn't feel like the game it once was. Mm. Um, I mean, I feel should, as, should the game? I mean, why does he want the game banned? Though anyway? I feel as though, uh, oh no, it's because of all this, uh, like people urinating in bottles and stuff like that, and the whole like thing behind that. Haven't you? Don't you know about it? 
I, I've not. No, I don't. I've, I've really, not, you've I've never heard dug, these stories. No, because I don't. I, I'm not really bothered about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not either. But like, you hear all these stories. Just I like as a common knowledge type thing. Just out of the blue, some people know it, and like even if you just go through YouTube, you'll find it. There's um, people talking about the fact that kids are urinating in bottles in order to keep on playing. Some are oh, even going oh, to. Oh yeah, no, now. Yeah, Some are going to like rehab in order to like stop this addiction of Fortnite. This oh, was back yeah. when, this was back when it like first um, was a big thing. But I feel as though it's because it's almost um, what's the word? Prioritizing children's um, like innocence in terms of oh yeah, here's all these cool skins that you can buy. Oh wow. I know. I will and admit. Like, like, okay, Fortnite obviously has. When I say uh, when I say taken over, I mean obviously it has taken over a lot of kids' lives. And yes, maybe they should reduce the amount of time they play. But then, I don't. This isn't really anything new, though. Yeah, Banning Fortnite um, is not going to change it. There's no, other games. It's it's like um, FIFA, it's like FIFA points at the time, back when FIFA was like really big. Um, still, it's quite big in in a way. For the people that are interested in that game, um, FIFA. Everybody who was playing it and doing pack openings and things like that, uh, like they were always pushing um, these different sites for FIFA points and stuff like that, so you could get it cheaper than what it is actually like online mm. on the P- PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store, or whatever. Um, but now I feel as though it's kind of the same in terms of the skins and now the packs and. The FIFA points and stuff yeah. like that. Oh look! Oh, I wonder what I got this skin or blah blah. blah but then some, what? What can like you that. do about that? I mean, at the end of the day, but I'm then not... it's just going to happen over and over again because that's what this gaming uh, industry okay, is. Okay, yes, it is a problem, but I, I don't think banning a Fortnite is going to solve that because mm. if there's another game that people like, they're just going to shift over to that game and do the same thing. Mm. And you can't you can't just ban all video games because that's kind of not what's the word getting rid of people's freedom if people want to play video games that should be up to them mm. but the thing is though with kids playing Fortnite, a lot of people say and i kind of have this opinion to some extent i say a parent can't control their kids lives 24 7 no but if kids are so addicted to Fortnite, isn't it the parents problem in a way the, yeah because the parents have got to deal with them yeah but the, think about it oh yeah i'm gonna take your playstation away little timmy throws a fucking fit. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> no. You don't have to go to the extreme. I mean, look, I'm not a parent. So what, extreme? Have... Oh, sorry. Can you turn your... Have you Right, have you ever played a game before? No, I wouldn't oh, I yeah. say... Um, Billy, turn your Xbox off. It's 10 o'clock at night. Uh, yeah, sure. It's still like 1 o'clock. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's 1 o'clock. I don't, right, I don't mean to extreme. What I mean by extreme is when parents like take their consoles away and then proper have a go at their kids for it. And I saw a video the other day of his father who was destroying his son's Xbox. Oh, that's just um, that juggernaut. What's that guy? That was a quite oh, a big series. Oh, Juggernaut. Yeah, that was quite a big series. I, mean, I remember the videos. But this one, unlike him, was actually 
real or it claimed, I mean, I mean, some claimed were real. to be real anyway. I mean, I'm pretty sure some were real. What, like, McJuggernuggets? Yeah. He came out and said the whole thing was fake. I, like, I even, watch him. No, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure like one or two were real. No, nope, because... it was staged from the very start. Okay, he... yeah. Now that I see it as in a, like, a 17-year-old, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He made a whole like behind I the scenes series. I only to watched it. like a few because I was like, oh. I was a huge fan of McJuggernaut. He even left a comment in one of my videos back in the day as well, because um, I because I used to watch him like religiously. But I watched his behind the scenes series, and he said like, no, from the very beginning it was all staged. Mm. He made the first one as a joke, mm. but then people but actually believed it. Then he it. liked it, and it, and it was like. Yeah. Yeah, but then if you think that that works and you want to do that as just a way of providing entertainment, that's all right. I don't care if it was fake or whatever. It was very risky what he did because he used to get the police sent to his house all the time. He used, he used to get into a lot of like trouble making this series. But at the end of the mm. day, he wanted to tell a story, but that's not the point of what I'm saying. Um, what I was originally trying to say was, is about parents need to like, you know work out a way how they do it i don't know but they need to work out a civil way to get their kids to stop playing like like wasting their whole life away i mean if the kid can make when i say a career if the kid obviously wants to sit there and do it because he wants to live stream or whatnot oh, such that's a fair pipe enough. dream oh, i'm gonna be an esports player okay to me <laughs> There's actually the dedicated classes to play to becoming an esports player. Yeah, but you've got to pay that good good money. Yeah, and true. those little kids are gonna pay that good good money. I don't so, I'm not trying to again, kids. <laughs> well, that's just what it comes to the end of the day. End of the that day, is, that is what life is now. The end of the day, a lot of companies do it because it's easy. At the end of the day, parents have to work out a solution with their kids, and banning Fortnite is not the solution. That's not going to change anything, in my opinion, anyway. So I don't think banning Fortnite is the solution. Yeah, but... No. Yeah, but no. I don't know. Yeah, but no. What? In a way, that makes sense. But in another way, it doesn't. Because if it's impacting, like, the kids' education, if it's impacting the kids' health in, like... I feel like it should be banned in like terms of your own home. It shouldn't be banned global, like n- nationally. Sorry, not globally. Like it shouldn't be banned nation nationally, because like that's just a bit wrong. It should be up to the parents. But then again, obviously there's a warning on like games and stuff anyway, like GTA, and you'll still hear a twelve year old playing it. Banning it is just so, taking away the freedom for people. That's what I'm saying. You can't. There's a saying. You can't. I think it's like. Top paint everyone with the same brush. It's like in class, if one student messes up, you can't punish the whole class for that. <laughs> You've had too many of them. Yeah, I have. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> you got me. angry. No, I got angry in my head. I didn't actually do anything, <laughs> but in my head, I was angry as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> we used to. Brown, damn you. We used to get so many class detentions. It was unreal, and I used to get really angry in my head. But on the outside, yes, miss. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. That's the type of kid I was growing up. I'll be honest if you're In primary, yeah. But in secondary, I weren't. I kind of changed. Oh, yeah, but everyone changes. In terms of puberty and whatever. From year six to year seven, I like really changed. Everyone changes. But yeah, so that's. That's the thing with Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite's not going to be It should banned. definitely be banned. It, it should definitely be not banned. Restricted. But restricted, yeah, yeah. In terms of your own home, like, it should be, like, house rules. Oh, yeah, it's between these 
these times or you can only play it for like an hour or something. But then once again, that comes up to the parents. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But as then well. <laughs> if you're like a bad parent, then you're not going to be able to restrict your kids properly, are you? You might just do it because it shuts them up because you're like that. But then again, I'm not questioning any parenting because I'm not a parent myself and I can't like go, oh yeah, you're shit parenting. Well, yeah, but like, it's, like, it's like what I said. Yes, I consider and say this. I don't know how parents deal with it civilly because I'm not a parent, but you should find a way to do that. And that's I mean, what I say on the situation. Uh, my mum used to take like the PlayStation away or like Xbox away just because um, I used to play it quite a lot back in the day. Mm. But um, then I feel like I feel like that was kind of good for me because I've actually have got no interest in it anymore. Because oh, as yeah. you grow up, you do lose interest anyway. Yeah, I've all all I games are as I've realised. All games are as I've realised are small doses of simulated dopamine in terms of s- satisfaction that you're never gonna actually get because actually games will lower the fact you're going to be happy about something in real life. The fact that you succeed in like a job well, de- or something. Well, it you're depends. Gonna, it's going to make you less satisfied than you are than you were if you didn't play games. If you're a successful gamer who obviously streams obviously on Twitch... Obviously that's different. If you stream that's w- very low chance that that's going to happen. If you stream on Twitch or if you're a successful gamer on YouTube, then yes, it can obviously grant you in real life satisfaction. But if you're just sitting there kind of wasting your whole life away, that's when it's the problem. Mm. But that's yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, that's so... So we jump into the the main the meat and potatoes of today's video industry plants. Oh, that was yeah. that's like our main topic. Is why you probably clicked on the video depending on what it's titled. Just but gonna say it right now. Supposedly, actually no. By definition, Billy Eilish. Before I get slaughtered, Billy Eilish. By definition, is an industry plant. Although. There are many different interviews that I have watched actually just recently in order to actually get information on this topic that provide me with a lot of information just by me interpreting what she said. Well, first of all, I think first we should obviously define what an industry plant is. Go ahead. So when I looked it up the other day, an industry plant is obviously somebody upcoming in like the music industry who that has appeared out of nowhere. They yeah, they can appear out of nowhere and they claim to have organic. When I when I say organic, I mean like um, it obviously they've isn't. done it themselves. Yeah, it That's was like their claim. hustle. They're like from the roots of like. Yeah, this person, this person who is an industry plant, is seen as somebody who has grafted and built their career all by themselves. But when in reality, they're actually backed by a huge record company who give them really high production music videos and promote their music for them. The record label she signed to is quite known for like really big artists, anyway. And also, I'm pretty sure they're known for industry plants. Don't hold me to that. But I heard this from someone that I'd watched. Um, And they're quite known for that. The fact that industry plants are normally really media trained and very good at answering questions in interviews makes me consider the fact that maybe Billie Eilish isn't one in terms of that she may have actually, in some way, done parts herself. 
there's... and her brother and herself. So but... I want to touch on what you said. So what what people say about Billie Eilish is that she started doing music when she was like I think 13, 14. and obviously when she started doing music, her brother helped her out. Oh he yeah, used to help her he out was big time producing. And a lot of people say that she started off just doing it herself and her brother. She started off by herself, growing by herself, but then. As she started to grow, media like uh, record labels saw that she was a good, po- like was it not poster child? What is it? Someone mm, who no, could like promote you them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. So record labels, as she was growing, saw that she would be a good person to advertise for their record label. So they got in contact with her, like an idol. An idol, yeah. So they got in contact with her and obviously signed her deals. And then they started producing, obviously, high production music videos, increased the quality. Yeah, but then if you think about that, that could genuinely just be because she she has said all of these times that she has come up with the ideas in the music videos. And genuinely, I can see that in a way. Um, She has literally become very popular. She became very popular out of the blue. I'm pretty sure I was just on SoundCloud one day and I just wanted like a new like album to listen to and I was going through like random categories and I went through alternative because I was like, I kind of want something weird, a bit like kind of, a bit like Billie Eilish's music in a way. I stumbled upon one of her songs on the one with like the... I can't remember the name, but it's the one with the the ladder. And it's her first album, I think it is, or it's her second. I don't actually know. I don't, don't know. Quote me on I'm it. not I'm not really. The thing is with Billie Eilish is that I mean to be fair, I I'm not a fan of her. I don't mind her. I think she's alright. No, yeah. But I'm not I'm, I'm, not, I'm, no. I'm not a fan I of her. I mean her music is good for what it is and what it's meant for. It hundred percent does appeal to the mass audience that oh, yeah. she um big, is. big time. Big oh time. yeah, um depression, oh struggles, oh yeah, it's such a big thing right now. Although um in terms of the fact that her music does like portray a lot of this and makes it kind of weird because she doesn't actually provide any information of these hard struggles. And the fact that she writes songs from other people's perspectives and like made up pers- perspectives, yeah, yeah, basically, that makes me um, kind of wary on the fact that she may be an industry plant, just well, because. Uh, and then she, in many interviews, she's like, "Oh, just because you haven't had these experiences doesn't mean you have you can't write about it." It's like, uh, recent bitch. impression rather. I was like, well, no, right, a lot of music, right. It's all about it's how you connect with the the actual lyrics and the actual words that you've written down. It's all about how connected you are, and that's how, why it becomes very personal to you. Mm. And that's why you become very passionate about it, and that's why you want to bring out this creative freedom that you have. I just become very confused about the fact that a lot of this, uh, like, a lot of her work is very bizarre, bizarre. in that sense, because it's, it's very... As I just said, like five minutes ago, it's not really her experiences. It may, ha- it, and in 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 interviews, she's very conflictive, because in some interviews she goes, "Oh yeah, these are somebody else's experiences," 
And then she'll go into another one and goes, oh, yeah, I write about my own experiences. Yeah, there may be, like, a good two songs that probably are, but how do we know? Well, to be fair, I think we'd all agree, everybody has had struggles in their life. But then saying that, now, obviously... Yeah, but there right, was no. some shit that she was coming out with, like, going, oh, yeah, but I may be 15, but you don't know what I've been through. And I was like, you're well, yeah, writing but... about fucking all this shit. And well, yeah, but you don't know you what haven't she's been had through, this though. stuff. Do you know what she's been through, though? Bro, she's 15. Yes, but uh, uh, people can go through a lot of 15. No, not even I that. She was, like, people. 14 in this interview. I know some people who are literally, like, 13, 14, and they've had, like, broken home lines, and they've gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah, but age. then broken home lines is different from the fact that you're writing about how you loved someone, f- like, I'm pretty sure, and then, like, were so deeply in love with them that the fact that that really ruined you... And that they've well, done something to you while right. being in that relationship and they were forceful or some bullshit right. in these here's songs. <laughs> and it's like, um, okay. Here's how I and think of it. Although, and then she covers that up by saying that it's her brother who wrote it. And it's like, um, okay. Right, well, here's how I think of it. Now, when you're like 13 or 14 and you're obviously dating somebody, Media yes, it's, right, it's not true love. It is more of a lust, if anything. But when you are young, your hormones are going wild. So I understand not, that, no. Even though it's not real love, you feel like it is because it's your first proper relationship. And when they break your heart, it sucks. Yes, from an outside perspective, a teenage relationship is not that deep. Well, depending no, on what's happening. Sometimes then, it can be, but... I, yeah. When, you're, when your hormones are running wild at such a young age, you can make things seem a lot deeper than they are. So a girl breaking up with you can really hurt you at mm-hmm. such a young age. Yes, it's not true love, but... That's your first relationship and your hormones are telling you all these different things. And it can hurt a lot. And trust me, I know. Because, uh, I mean, I've kind of been in that situation before. Mm. Like, you know, yes, it was only a short relationship. And yes, it might have not been that deep. But being a teenager, have all the hormones, it really hurt. And it really felt like the end of the world. And so Billie Eilish is probably writing that mm. so that she can appeal and connect with other teenagers who are going through a similar thing in a way yes um a lot of right i want to point out the fact that her brother produces a lot of her work Mm. uh, which is very good in a way that's like some that's a dream a lot of people would have if you had like a very uh, if you had a brother that was like very close in age with you You'd have like a dream that, oh yeah, we can make music together and become like fucking famous as fuck. Um, and yet, this is very bizarre that it's happened, which is quite, which is quite cool. Yeah. Oh wow, that's happened. If it, I doubt that she's an industry plant, but I kind of do. I'm playing devil's advocate and not. I'm In doing my, my own, um, like actual beliefs in my opinion i think she started off by herself but as she got bigger record labels thought oh she would be so good for us we could advertise this really well and billy eilish being mm. someone who can relate to people as a teenager they thought it'd be really good so i think she started off by herself and obviously working hard to grow her music but then as she started to grow record labels caught on and thought yes we want this person so that's what I think. That's what I personally think. Oh yeah, but then isn't that what every record label would do anyway to oh, any yes. artist ever? Because oh, yes. that's what record labels do. That's their job. Yes, this, <laughs> you that have is. to go and find new up and coming artists and go and sign them because you're just going to gain you a shit ton of and money. Billie Eilish is. It, I think she's quite different from a lot of other artists. She stands out. 
a lot, in my opinion, from other artists, and that's why I think they wanted her. You've been brainwashed. I've been brainwashed. Mm. <laughs> How have I been brainwashed? I don't listen to her music. Yeah, you do. I don't. Oh. I really don't. <laughs> no. But another thing about industry plants, who else? There have been so many other people accused of industry plants. Jumix, Travis Scott, um, this one guy who looks like Lil Pump is... <laughs> Fucking no, hell, he is. is an industry plant. And there's there's also, this new one. It, there's this other one called like Lil Goth or something. Lil Goth. Or something like that. It's like something goth girl or some bullshit oh, right. like that. And I, uh, yeah, it was hilarious when I watched this video. It was about that guy who looks like Lil Pump. Oh, right. And this girl. And I do that wanna, was quite funny. I do want to touch upon Jumix though. Have you seen a picture of Jumix or anything? No. Like this, but basically, so... Now, I only found this out because I watch a, a lot of commentary channels and they spoke about industry plants. So, Jumix, he's a guy where he's quite young, actually. I'm pretty sure he's in his like, late teens. I might be wrong, but that's why I'm sure he is anyway. He has, like, a, a green hair and he used to make a lot of uh, songs. And the songs, when I say they were produced to low quality, they weren't, like, obviously super high production professional. Jumix. I think it's J-U-M-E-X, I think. Just type in industry plant, Jumix, and it might come up. Yeah, but, right. but basically, it's a Jumix. His songs, you could tell, were very oh, yeah, original well. and to the roots. But then on his YouTube channel, he removed all of his old songs and come up with two new songs that were really high professional, really produced well, and he's starting to blow up out of nowhere. And people are starting to think, he's obviously an industry plant. If you go on his SoundCloud, you can find a lot of his old original tracks. But on his YouTube channel, he took them all down. And it's just the new high professional videos. But that's the thing of an industry plot because he just kind of blew up out of nowhere. And some people think that he's kind of stealing Lil Peep's kind of style and oh, thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what I've heard anyway. I mean, I don't, I've not dug deep into this case with Jumix, but... I can see why you would think that's an industry plot because why yeah, would because you... that's another thing that was a mass appealing thing again, like Billie Eilish's kind of music. It does appeal to this mass audience like, that well, is very popular right now. Why would you remove all of your old tracks if you you still have them on your SoundCloud? So why would you keep them on YouTube? No, remove them off of YouTube. How, how do you just go from really? I say low quality. I don't mean low quality and it was bad, but didn't have all the professional equipment. How do you go from something that's really low quality? Maybe just, you just got dropped. Just all of a sudden, no, but literally, bang, just like that. Yeah, he might have just one eighty and goes really high quality. Yeah, but he might have just had a job and like decided to actually invest into a market. No, it's it probably been a... say. I'm trying to argue a point from the other side. Here. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but then again. Yes, your point does make sense, but then it could just genuinely be the fact that he saved up and... Yeah, but it's such a drastic change in such a short amount of time. Yeah, but we could do it's that. It's like that. <laughs> could we, what, if we like... saved up, yeah, we could. Yes, but that genuinely. would take us a long time, though. Mm. He just, bang, like that. Mm. Just went from a drastic change. And, I mean, a lot of people, like, his fans love him a lot. And I'll give him that. His fans, his little uh, community, his fans, they love him so much. But people on the outside are really, I guess, turned off by it in a way. Because they're like, well, that doesn't seem right. People are saying he's obviously an industry plant. 
Mm. Travis Scott even, because apparently Travis Scott blew up just like that as well out of nowhere. I don't know Bullshit. if he. D- I don't know if he did because I'm not really. Bullshit. I like Travis Scott, that's, but that's I'm not how a you huge know fan. these people are uncultured that are claiming these things. I mean, of Jumix, yes, that's kind of obvious. Maybe they think that just because he did uh, one song with Drake and and they suddenly that, realized who he was because they're uncultured people who don't actually research into the music industry and think they're hot shit. But it's not that. Then a lot of other industry parts, people think because some. Um, musicians or like artists will just move to LA they will just start producing tracks and then out of nowhere all these big artists are hitting them up and they just explode like that and people think well there must be a record label backing them because that's a big artist wouldn't just respond to a little guy that's because like LA that. is quite a big uh, production area and it's be- become fucking huge as of recently in terms of a uh, production hub like in terms of film music and like uh, film, music, and like any anything really, but um, yeah, it's just LA is a LA is a big. I kind of want to clear up there. because I did sound like I really hate Eilish, Billy Eilish, um, is music in general and her. I don't really care about who she is as a person. It you... kind of annoyed me about the fact that she's a lot of this is hidden and yeah. That is kind of the point as you're as you're an artist. You obviously don't want people to know your past. But um yeah, her music's actually okay in terms of the fact that it is kind of catchy. Mm. But then that no, I is think another aspect. No, I do industry plant as well. Yes, like I said, like so you, but you said obviously it Billie Eilish, yes, you do enjoy her music well, to an extent in a mm. way. You have enjoyed her music. Like just by listening to it over and over again because I'm trying to figure out these things. And I will be totally honest with you in the sense that, you know, Billie Eilish, I do think I I do admire her in a way, because I do think, well, I mean, yes, whether she's backed by a record label or not, I don't know. But she does appeal to her fans a lot. Like, I've got some girls who went to my secondary school. They post on Snapchat all the time about how much they love Billie Eilish. Mm. And I will admit, Billie Eilish, I do, like I said, admire in a way. I do th- I do like her. As, as a person and what she's accomplished in this short amount of time would be very cool if it wasn't in terms of being backed by a company or... A record label or whatever. I mean, I she will did be say in an interview that um, because a lot of the, like the industry plant accusations were popping up, someone said, "What do you think about this?" And they said, "She said uh, even I would never. I'd n- hate to be fake. I'd rather die than be fake." Genuinely, by, I can see by that. saying that that could be just a very media trained answer. Although you never know, it could be. Her genuine response. Anybody who would, anybody who's up for creative freedom and like pushing the creativity and that type of shit, like Tyler. I just, I don't really know anyone. Exactly. So you've kind of, I kind of lost. You had a point. But I, you just kind I've of kind of lost in terms of whether she is or isn't. I, I don't, don't think she is anymore because you don't know how to feel about it. Do you? No. It's very... I'm sitting on the fence. I like to sit on the fence. Oh, yeah, I like to as well. Cause because I... it gives you an opportunity to see from both sides and to understand it much more. 
knowing my luck as well, and it's I an always un- get the wrong opinion. It's also <laughs> an unbiased opinion, and it's also not clouded by the fact that you think that they are very cool, or the fact that you um, like them as a person, or like as an artist, sorry. Um, it's also very, it's kind of crazy to me if you think about it. She's the same age as us. I know that's I can't get over that. I thought I thought she was one year older than us because we're both no, sev- we're she's, seventeen. She's like I thought she was eighteen. I did not. She's think eleven she was days younger than you. Eleven days. Mm. God, it's weird to think how some. <laughs> it is really weird to think because at my age, I could not imagine myself being in that position with all those followers. No, and all that yeah. Pressure. I could not imagine having all that at my age. But being, she. Had a brother that was quite... She even said this. She had a brother that was quite up in there anyway. She Apparently, he was on, like, um, TV shows that she watched and stuff. Oh, so, he? he was even in shows, and he was so quite he... famous in compared to who he was. I've never heard of the guy, but apparently, he was on Glee in one of these interviews on a radio show. Apparently, he was on Glee. All right. And, um, like, just think about that. So, so she's got some sort of head start then in a way. Yeah. And even, I think even then, her parents were like artists or something, like actual painters or whatever. Type, so this comes back to artists. the, this comes back to another, the idea of industry plants. Then. Yeah, and that's another thing. But then I'm pretty sure they weren't like crazily, crazily rich or whatever, because that's how life is. That's another industry plant thing oh yeah they were we like, had the hustle uh. they were like what's it was it you have working class mm. middle class don't you mm. and then you i mean obviously i'm not saying i'm not it's, it's not like the olden days no one's more better than anyone else i'm not saying the olden day version i'm saying modern day income wise so you have the working class who earn this amount of money the middle class who earn this amount of money and then the higher class to earn this amount of money. Yeah. So her parents are probably around the middle class income No, range. I'm, I'm... My this was, this off, was stuff... This was obviously from, like, what we had heard. No, what I had heard from the interview. I, It was more or less just the fact that I figured out I had uh, gained the knowledge that they were artists. As soon as you hear that, you think, oh... They're rich. But then again, any artist could be quite poor in a sense. Oh, yeah. Because you don't actually get famous until you actually die. That's another, that's a very known thing. Like Van Gogh went insane, cut his ear off, and then uh, as soon as he died, all of his paintings were being sold. But that's like, who is it? XXXTentacion? People. He blew up just because he died. Well, no, he was he. People right, already no, he was on his way anyway. up. He was very close to getting very like up there, but um, yeah. And what is it else? Um, little peep as well. Is the doorbell ring? No, that's the um tumble dryer going off. You probably can't hear it on the microphone, but obviously, with my house, it's very soundproofed very badly, so you can hear anything that goes on. No, but you was, shouldn't pick it up anyway. What it was because um, the down was here. I was like, oh shit. Nah, no, he would he would have texted me if he was. I got a text or anything back so oh, well. um this probably off yeah he's like i said he is a busy guy and anyway so i don't blame him hopefully mm. we'll have him on next week with no Jackson, we just don't know. thought it'd be another point of view and an interesting yeah because he because he um because me and daniel we speak on the phone like every other night usually and me and him we always talk about like what's happening online we've 
I remember when the Tory Lanes and Dax situation happened, me and Daniel spoke about that for like an hour. Industry plants, we're speaking about that. We're always speaking about things on the phone. So that's why I said it'd be great for him to come on. Yeah, that's quite a good... um like we even have view. little. I think I feel like that that would be quite powerful. We even we even have little light-hearted debates, and it's like I just phoned you to see how you were doing. <laughs> I didn't expect to have a, like a debate about Dax yeah, that. And Tory. That would be quite good in terms of a yeah, podcast like um, person. Yeah, but no. So we'll definitely have him on the future. But mm. but I think what I said about industry plants. So I want to say something. Do you? Th- I mean, we kind of probably already discussed this, but do you think industry plants? Do you think it's a bad thing? having industry plants do you think it's bad good or do you not really you're in the middle because that's because that's what i want to get people's opinions on what they think about industry plants if the industry plant wants to create music and they like the music that they're putting out so in that case so if they want to put out music, do you think it's a good thing? Mm-hmm. If, in, if in the case that they are putting out the music that they want and they're putting out the stuff that they want, but they're getting funded so madly that it's like in kind of Billie Eilish's case, um, if they're getting funded really well, then I don't really care that much as long as their music I like... If, if the, if I liked an artist that was an industry industry plant and I didn't, I just wouldn't care. Right. I like their music and that's what it is. Yeah. But, but do you, so then, so you think in that case it's good? But then if it goes the other way where they don't actually want to make it's the like a music, false identity, they're, like they're pretty much faking the whole thing. They're or, pra- practically an actor. Or if they're trying to be something they're not. Yeah. Because like with that little pump guy. Yeah, no, that's quite annoying. I don't I forgot, I can't I cannot remember his name, but he looks a lot like Lil Pump and in interviews. Oh no, I meant the yeah, yeah. He acts like Lil Pump as well. And I don't know if that's He's the reason trash. I don't know if that's the reason why Lil Pump and Lil Wayne made the song Be Like Me. Everybody wanna be like no, me. I like, don't know if that's the inspiration for it, but a hundred percent the guy is actually really bad. And you can tell it's he's an industry plant from a mile off. Mm. And it's like this goth girl brown like I know label. you're talking about, but I can't think of the name, Yeah. Um she came out and it's kinda edgy and it's kinda deep. That's quite a big niche that's a quite a big um audience right now. Yeah. And that's quite a big thing. So well, yeah, it's like it, it's like these, Snapchat all the time. It's people like these fifty year olds called Paul who are going, Oh yes, this is very good right now. We'll call you <laughs> goth girl and Reece, your very good you're getting a shit ton of money your impressions Reese. i swear sometimes <laughs> it's just <sighs> but no but you are you make a good point there and i i have to agree with you on that is a lot of people who just they want to make money for their record label so they hire these teens adolescents young adults and they tell them okay here's what you gotta do here's what you gotta do because i i sit here and think about it music is something i have wanted to get into for a while I have a guitar upstairs that I've been meaning to play for the last four years. Um, but to be fair, music, making beats even, is something I really want to get into. I do too. Can I sing or rap? Probably not. As a teenager, but... I feel like a plumber because I have all of these pipe dreams. <laughs> you feel like a what, sorry? Plumber. A plumber. Because I have all of these pipe dreams. 
Like, to be fair, though, it's like, I, I really want to get into music, but then if I got into music, I would want to still be as real as possible. Like Billie Eilish said, I would hate to be fake. Like, I don't know, I just... Everyone online or on social media is fake to some extent. Mm. You can't... You generally want to portray yourself as who you, you want to be. It's hard to be 100% real. You will never be what you think you are. You will always be what other people see you as. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, absolutely. So that's where I see I think being mm. on social media, being in the spotlight, it's hard to be 100% real. And I think it's something you have to be fake to some extent. Even if that means you're 99% real and 1% fake, you're going to be fake to some extent. Mm. And I understand if I if I was to become big, if I was to become an artist You're myself, definitely going to hide stuff because that I'm, is yeah, what exactly. you're... I am going to have to be fake to some extent, but I want to... You're going to have to hide the fact that you got skinny shamed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know about that, do they? That no, was skinny shame that, joke. We'll that, leave, yeah. Well, that's our another story for another day. No, that was day. an inside joke. Shh. That's our another story for another day and an inside joke. <gasps> Industry plants, we're hiding things now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I say. If I became an artist, I would want to be as real as I possibly could because I would hate to live a fake life. That's why I'm saying mic drop. <laughs> I said that last episode, mic um, drop. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was actually doing some digging quite recently on... Billy Eilish's media uh, like group and I wanted to see who they were because I wanted to know whether these people were known for raising industry plants, if they were known for doing all sorts of things and I wanted to know if they were just good in general mm. couldn't find anything could do no mm. I found a website in which I was able to book an interview with Billie Eilish if I paid money in order to get the um, presses, like press group uh, info of Billie Eilish. Right. If I, uh, that was the only thing I found. All right. But then was that, was that a trusted website or was that a scam or something? I don't sort? know. I didn't really read that in depth with it. Because that, I mean, if you had to pay a higher. Because to, to interview someone, no, like it might Billie not Irish. been paid. You might have had to log in or something. It was, it was a, like a restriction. I didn't actually okay. read that much into it because all I was right. like, oh, I can't find the thing that I want. But that's yeah, what yeah. I have. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's fair enough then. Like, well, that's fair enough. There's a bit. It's a bit. Um. I don't know. Like, because I mean, it's probably not easy to book an interview. But no. the way the way it sounds, I think. Hmm. I'll be, I would be sceptical if I had to look into that. But then again, if you think about it, artists do have like press groups and do have like these different groups in order to yeah. actually organise and schedule interviews with the artist because like you can't have all these people just DMing the artist going, oh, can we get an interview? Yeah. No, and it's then you're just going to be bombarded as an artist because it's like it's while think- you're trying to do all of these things that you're already being demanded for. Well, it's like what I say. It's like someone like Drake, for example. I saw Drake um, in the O2 on Monday night um, with my girlfriend. But the thing is, with someone like Drake, I think imagine how because I I even said to my girlfriend, I said, imagine what it's like to be in Drake's shoes. <laughs> imagine how many messages he gets a day how he can't like go out in public without being bombarded with fans and i think mm. just imagine being in their position i've always like i don't know just it's something i just can't imagine being in a position like drake's but then saying that drake was he was an actor at 15 
on a yeah, Canadian no, TV so, show. Yeah. So he's kind of had it from a young age. He's probably used to it. But someone like me, I think, mm, I can't imagine myself being no, in that position. I wouldn't be able to. I then, then again, if you thought about it, if you didn't have... Oh, uh, Billy Eilish said this in an interview recently as well. It was like, oh, um, like, oh, how do you feel about this? The fact that you've blown up. And it's like, well, I kind of can't really comprehend think about... It. I can't really comprehend it. Like, the fact that I've blown up this quick is more like... I can't if I haven't had this I hadn't had this before so I kind of don't really know what it's like without it mm. like like I don't really know what it's like without all of this fame or whatever yeah. because I never really was known in terms of you was a nobody yeah you genuinely I use that term very loosely because being a nobody I feel as though it's not necessarily I, a bad thing being a I nobody. feel as though many eyes kind of feel as though then like normal selves like they're going about everyday life as they do, yeah. But some obviously have like Michael Jackson type um, reputations. Oh than yeah, his reputation's been besides the negative parts, yeah. the Michael, popularity aspect. And then Michael Jackson's reputation has been just it's gone. I say gone downhill. Like people still like his music, but I've seen it's fluctuated. So many, recently. Fluctuated. So many people who I knew who are once big fans of Michael Jackson. Their opinions have 180 on him completely now. But so, like I was saying about industry plants, um, so yeah, you said you don't think they're necessarily a bad thing. I just want to say my quick say on it before we move on to anything else because <laughs> we've talked about it for a long while, but then that's the reason why they're watching this podcast. The video that's probably what we've titled it. But so, industry plants, I kind of have the same opinion as Reese. I think if they genuinely want to create, if they have the passions there or anything being backed by a record company is maybe not such a bad thing because, I mean, I thought people knew, but I thought people knew this already. I thought people knew that all artists big are backed by record labels. I thought people knew this. So I say if they have a passion to create and they want to entertain their audience, maybe it's not a bad thing. But if they're being fake, being somebody they're not and lying and whatever, then I say it's a bad thing in that case. It's not the fact that people don't know that they're getting backed. It's the fact that they know that some of this shit like, can be very made up and it's almost like they're an actor. True. Yeah, I suppose so. It's that rather than the fact that it's them being backed by a label because being backed by a label is what you have to do now because there is no way to earn a sequential amount of income independently. True. Unless... You get yourself a record label. Or if you know people. Yeah, but even then, that's that's another thing. You're uh, on somebody else's... Um, yeah, but, okay, name me, name me a random artist who's not too big, but has a nice amount of popularity. Someone like, I don't know, Ski Master Slum God, for example. He's got a fair amount of popularity. He's not as big as other artists, but if I knew Ski Master Slump God, and I collabed with him just because I knew him. Now, that would get me a lot of... I don't want to say this word, but I can't think of anything else. Clout. clout. That would get me a lot of clout if I collabed with Ski Mask. Yes, he's not... He's Fuck not, yeah, that gives you a lot of clout. A Ski Mask. <laughs> he's not That's actually... guy. He has a lot of Instagram followers, but his music videos... When he po- well, when Cole Bennett puts them on Lyrical Lemonade, they get views... But there's That's a because Cole Bennett's a very well-known person in terms of 
the music video industry. <laughs> but then when when it's all when it when Ski Mask is uploaded on the Vivo channels, it doesn't actually get that many views. But in saying that, do you think Vivo? I don't want to say it's dying, but but ever since Lyrical Lemonade has rose up, Cole Bennett, and um, the Topic channels as well, I think Vivo. I wouldn't say it's dying, but it's definitely starting to lose its popularity. Does it really matter? It's debatable. No, I'm just asking, does it really matter? What, with Vivo? Yeah. The fact that it's dying, does it really matter? Depends on the artist. Because you're still getting the content that you want. As as a viewer, it doesn't really matter to you. I suppose. I suppose you you're still getting the content that you want. But then saying that, YouTubers combined an artist channel and the Vivos together now. Mm. So... Yeah, maybe, so maybe it doesn't matter that much. Because they will find a problem. Right. I don't really know where to sit on this. Uh, more or less, yeah. I, it doesn't necessarily matter in terms of a viewer or a consumer. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah, a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't expect us to go on... We went really deep into that, but I'm glad we did, to be honest with you, because it's been such an ongoing topic. I'm recently. probably going to talk about some YouTube stuff now, because that's pretty much all I've done research on, because there's not really many stories out there. Yeah. Well, I think Other we should... than the B word. I don't really I think... want to talk about that, though. <laughs> it's fine. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's anything that comes, like I said, now... Whether this is the right description for the... We probably should change the description or keep it if we want to, but I think our, our, our bio for JRB is rambling about whatever comes to mind. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I remember you said the other... Well, I put rambling as kind of like a self-aware, jokey thing. No, but it just... I don't think it means... I don't think we're rambling, really. We're saying what our point is, and we're backing our points. Maybe. We'll, we'll have to look into that, but, but at, at this point in time... Basically, of, what do you think about it, guys? As of April the 12th, at 3 minutes past 5pm, time's gone quick, Fuck that's dude. what our bio is. Yeah, I know, it's gone quick, isn't oh, it? Oh, mad, an hour. I know, we've <laughs> 57 minutes. We're also going to, towards the end, try and call in to Josh, see if he's able to speak for like two minutes, yeah. but then depends if he picks up his phone. Get, get him on. <laughs> yeah. This um, is why we need to get a mixing board or something, but anyways. Yeah. There was... Uh, I don't know if this is big right now, but um, I actually found out recently that Lewis from the Yorks cast was on a stream. And I saw this. I this saw this on Drama Alert. Was donated, so he, someone donated and he made a joke about um, someone having a stroke because the p- person who donated said someone in their family had a stroke. Turns out that they died due to the stroke, but before... Lewis was informed of this. He made a joke about the fact that one of his friends um, was having a stroke. And that's dark humour. That's what he is. And that's how Mm. I see it. And that's the person he is. Right. I don't see it as a big deal because he didn't realise until like the seconds after. Even then, like, you know that that is the person he is. You know that, like, I don't really... To be honest, I make these kinds of jokes myself. But... That's because I don't care whether or not it will get me into, like, if it will offend people. Yeah, but it's not so much about offending people. Some, know, right? some people literally get shut down for making really No, dark. yeah, that was quite... 
That, yeah, but then... That's been a problem on Twitch Ooh. as well. On yeah. Twitch, some people get their channel suspended a bit too oh, easily. Um, I think it was... Uh, I mean, they're only... When I say suspended, suspended was, was is someone, not terminated. Someone who was on Jane... The guy who like normally goes around like Japan filming Twitch or whatever. No, yeah. Um, like He does like a real life thing and he just goes around Japan, like whatever. But uh, he was with someone and they had a cone on their head and then they like... <laughs> cone on their head? Yeah, they just had a traffic cone on their head. And they were walking about, apparently, and then broke something. I'm not laughing that. I've got a story. They broke something, that, but... and... Um, oh, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, and I saw this, he was yeah. banned for two weeks for property damage. The, the guy that, with yeah. the traffic cone, not yeah, yeah. the streamer. I think the guy with the traffic cone Is has there, a streamer. Who, whoever anyway as well. owned the channel had their channel suspended for two weeks. I don't think it was the guy who owned it. I think it was the guy with the cone. I don't know. Well, it, it was one of them, anyway, was suspended. Hmm. But people get suspended and terminated mixed up. Terminated is when you're permanently out, but suspended is when you're temporarily out. Um, PewDiePie's new song, Congrats, yep. has been recently been striking, has been striked on many different videos. Many different videos and channels and stuff. Um, yeah, I saw that. They're, been... they're filing like a cease and desist against him, aren't they? No, no, that's not what it is. Uh, oh, okay. No, this this is another thing. Apparently, this oh. company called TuneCore has been striking videos that oh, contain... Um, congrats the video. Uh, music, sorry. Mm. Apparently, after... After the, uh, PewDiePie's editor addressed this to YouTube, I have no knowledge of what's happened after that. Right. And... Other than the fact that even his editor had to go, yeah, this isn't right. Why would PewDiePie do this? This is a bit like stupid. Even the sub count um, YouTuber who guy who like live Flare streams TV, the, it, yeah. the subs, he was yeah, he getting striped because he was um, like just streaming that song on loop. But then he hadn't PewDiePie hadn't striked the bitch lasagna, like. It wasn't even PewDiePie, it was copyright. It was no, a it random company that did it. Um, I just want to pull up a tweet. It wasn't on PewDiePie's behalf, is what it was. I want to pull up a tweet to, to do with copyright, and it kind of goes with artists being real, but that's the thing with the copyright system. I know YouTube have tried to crack down it a little more, and legally they need to have a copyright system. I fully understand that. But it's annoying that big companies just get away with that, because I remember when the first... This was a really stupid one. When the content ID copyright thing first came out, somebody was playing GTA. They had the sirens on for a fire truck. That siren got content ID matched with a smooth jazz song, and the owner of the smooth jazz song copyrighted their video. But then, I, I understand YouTube don't want to get involved in lawsuits and whatnot, but then they need to understand that they can't just let big companies get away with false copyright striking people. Yeah. Um, and it's a big, it's been an ongoing issue for YouTube. Like I've, I mean, these videos aren't on my channel anymore. But I had a video once. It was an old video. I used the song, and it got copyrighted. And I was like, "That's the wrong owner." Mm. I mean, the video was cringy. Happened anyways. to me recently. The video was cringy anyway, so I took it down. Like, it was um, later. But I thought, how is YouTube okay with this? I used a piece of music from Yundo, who's a That's your portfolio, weren't it? For this, uh, it uh, was uh, part of the start, and it was like a chill beat 
and um, it wasn't at, like the person who claimed it actually used the same instrumental that I put in the video, claimed it. I know it's a bit. But they used the instrumental and then rapped over it. Yeah, that's calm. Yeah. But, like, don't claim it if it's not what the song is. I know, because it's like a free beat, isn't it? And the person who mm. put it on their channel, free beat. I, I did... Hence, uh, emphasis I on kind of needed part. to put in the link and whatever, because I didn't actually... It, more or less, this was just me putting it up because I needed to do, do it for you, my... You had to put it on anyway. didn't you? I didn't no, really care if it got, like, striked or whatever. Yeah. It was just the fact that it got falsely striked. I was like... Okay. I know. And that's, well, it's not what I said with YouTube. Yes. Legally, they need to have a copyright system because they... This is a big issue with Facebook. All these websites didn't have copyright systems. And these record labels and artists were saying, like, you know, you can't just play our song like that. Mm. So they made them... Well, the, the company, uh, social media websites started putting copyright systems in. But then YouTube doesn't want to deal with lawsuits, which from one end I can understand... But then, so YouTube wants the the claim, I think it's the claimer or something, and the content creator mm. to deal with it themselves. Yeah. Because if YouTube gets involved, they can have lawsuits. But then, whatever. if the oh, if the claimer is a dickhead, oh yeah, and isn't actually doing like is falsely claiming, then that's kind of like stupid in a sense. It's a catch twenty two though, like. Because if YouTube if YouTube got involved with it, I don't think was there. But if YouTube got involved in it, they could lose a lot of money because they would end up getting sued themselves. So that's why YouTube don't want to get involved in it. But then we need to think of a way, right? How can we actually make the cup? I mean, obviously I can't do that because I'm one person. But you know, how can YouTube make it efficient to the point where they don't lose money from lawsuits? but then big companies can't do that. It's a catch-22. It's like, there's no one-size-fits-all one with it because mm. it's different scenarios. But speaking of copyright, about artists being real, now, I understand why artists have to copyright their songs because someone could just nick your song and profit off of it. So I fully understand why artists, you know, copyright their songs. But KSI actually released a tweet. I'm pulling up the tweet right now saying about how... I need to actually try and find it. And scroll through my Twitter feed. Yeah, so KSI made a tweet and it says, if you want to use our music in your YouTube videos or anything else, then go ahead. We ain't on that copyright bullshit or claiming bullshit. We out here letting everyone eat good. This is the new age. We're fully independent, so we make the rules. And so many people are like, giving mm. KSI a lot of respect because they're like, damn. Like, yeah, that's he's letting people use their music. Creator, and that's quite cool that he's done that. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, that's that's the thing with copyright. I fully understand why people copyright. And like I said, if I was an artist, I would put some sort of copyright on my song so that no one can just nick my song and profit off of it. Um, but then I wouldn't be strict. I would say to people like, okay, well, if you use it in a transformative I mean, way, power to the people, you know. Yeah, I'd say, look, if you want to use my song, get in contact with me, however you can. Oh yeah, no. And yeah. if you want to use it in a way that falls under fair I'd use, say get in contact with me yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and be like. But, Oh, I'll, be, I'll give you the heads up. But with me, yeah. with me, I say fair use is a big thing. If you use it in a transformative way, or you use like five, ten seconds, I'll be like, okay, yeah. Or even even like thirty seconds. Even thirty seconds, yeah. As long I wouldn't. As they, I wouldn't like the whole song. I would like. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to use parts of my song, uh, that uh, and but they give me credit for it, like 
I'll be, okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, obviously, I say that it depends what my record label would want to do, but I would do my, my best. record label? No, I'm, I'm saying if. If I was oh, an artist. Mad. I, I, would, I would try and work yeah, out a way. They wouldn't let you. I wouldn't know. No, because they put copyright under you mm. as soon as you start. I don't know, but I, I would want to work out a way that makes my copyright fair. That's what I would want to do. Mm. I mean, yeah, I'm but they, I don't, I'm pretty sure they keep your masters, like all of the master um, songs that you've made. So right. like, a lot of these, no, this is a lot of record labels. Not all of them do. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, because I thought, yeah, like, well, I guess we just have to, you know, just see what happens with the copyright stuff. And KSI, I, I, I fully respect him for doing that. Good move. It is a good move, yeah. Since um, copyright's a big issue. As of recently, oh, T-Series has gone to the Indian court. Are you okay there with your little moves? And um, is actually trying to take down all of the music videos that PewDiePie has made on T-Series. They claim that it is actually racist, derogatory, and discriminatory. Defamation of character in it, or is it? Hmm? They're filing a cease and desist. Yeah, yeah. And um, the fact that they've contacted YouTube on this and they wanted it to be taken down. Um, in terms of if it does happen, I am 100% sure there will be quite a big group of people that will disagree with it. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, no, without a doubt. So that's, that's the thing, though, with uh, T-Series is that, I mean... It's, I understand if somebody's making songs taking the piss out of you, it's not going to feel good to you. But at the end of the day, T-Series, like, you know, you have to understand, it's light-hearted humour. Mm, yeah. PewDiePie doesn't hate you. He's doing it just no. to have fun. No, I know. And I'm pretty sure they can see that. But they're also seeing the business side of it going, oh, if we take this guy down because of this, this and this, just even though it's like the smallest bit, Maybe they're thinking, they're seeing it from the business side and the profiting side, where oh yeah, if we get this guy down, we get all the monies. Yeah, but then that can lose a, a lot of your fans as yes, well, your audience. But their fans are all fake. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Some of them are. There's been allegedly they've subbotted. I'm joking. I, I I'm not going to say they have for definite I'm pretty because sure I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure that um, this was a big thing. Uh, that we found out that if you sign up in India to YouTube that you're automatically subscribed yeah. to them. Yeah. But I think that's because it was one of the biggest media hubs that is in India. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure that's why. Because a lot of uh, content with like that would appeal to this community, supposedly, is in T-Series. Hmm. So it's quite helpful to them in a way. I suppose, I suppose. But so yeah, I, well, that's... I don't really see the point in... Doing this and whatnot, but I don't really care yeah, that much either. I just said this because I said this because I know Josh is quite um, happy about it. Yeah, I know he's been into it a lot as well. I, mean, I know, yeah. I know if he was definitely here in that seat right there. Well, that's that's where Daniel was going to sit. Mm -hmm. But if Josh was there, I know he would definitely say a lot on this. Mm. Um, speaking of Josh, would you want to try and phone call call him? Phone into. Him? Uh, I've got two more topics. Okay, yeah, because well, um, we, we said we'd do that at the very end. We'd phone into him and just ask him how he's doing. If he answers, because mm. I don't know if Josh is good at answering his phone or not. Yeah, he, he's all right. If not, he'll probably text you after. Oh, yeah. Because well, he's well, on yeah. Well, carry um, on anyway. Do you miss Filthy Frank? 
I saw he. I saw him come back on his second show. I never really. It's not him. I know someone else. Um, there is someone actually on Filthy Frank's second channel, um, who is doing the act brilliantly. It's supposedly from the clips I've seen. Um, I apparently there's been no backlash in terms of social blade stat statistics and um, things like that. But mm. um, if it it's a character. It's not meant to be a person. It's it's like an actor playing a character, and they're doing it very well. They're doing it in the way that it was meant to be. That it was. Sorry. Yeah. Um. It's just it, it's quite good. It, it's quite a good thing that it's back. It brought a lot of um the internet together. It was quite a good community. There's quite a big community, and it was. Yeah, he stopped it was making very videos interesting. in 2017. It was it? interesting, it was unique, and it was rather creative. Hmm. And it was genuinely what everyone thought anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of the <laughs> shit that he'd done. Yeah, that's... It's, it's like what I said about... I think I said it last time. The internet is becoming very commercial, and censorship is becoming big. But then, mm. do you know, uh, obviously, Ryan Heger on YouTube? Mm. I was watching his podcast. It's called... Uh, Off, Off the Pill? Off the Pill, yeah. I was watching it the other day. And he was saying about how... You know, he thinks that it's going to go in waves. He thinks that people used to be so unoffended and just said what they want, and then now it's going into a position where you have to be PC. He says he thinks it's going to eventually go back it's to gonna being plummet instantly. and then it's going to go back to being PC. He I've, thinks it's just going to be on and mm, off throughout life, which I, think, I agree with. I think it's uh, at this point right now... Actually, I feel like right now we're actually on the sloping end. Of, um, what diving back yeah, into not diving into it. not giving a fuck. I disagree with that. I, I I would say we're near the peak of it, but I would say we're still going up to censorship. Because I haven't seen that many um like outrageous like censoring and stuff like that. The only one there's I not saw, been any. Oh, oh, actually no, yeah, I it have. It was Monkey Jones. No, I have. On YouTube. I've seen. I've seen a few. I was watching the Hat Films po podcast that they've actually restarted, which is quite good. And it's quite cool they're doing that. Um, and he was talking about, um, I don't know how this came up, but he was talking about genders and something and mm. how it, apparently in the future it, be, like, it might change into some next level thing because we may be able to choose and fuck about with genetics and shit yeah. like that in the future. And he was like, maybe gender won't be a thing anymore. Maybe you, oh, could, yeah, you, maybe got, you don't you have to... Oh, yeah, backlash. Like, and he was like, oh... Um, and he was like, I'm not saying there's two genders, or I'm not saying there's only two, I'm not saying th th that sexualities aren't this, this. He was like covering his own ass, basically, because yeah. you have to now. Oh, yeah. That's basically become a thing because these uptight are like people are just being like, all... they're just annoying. Yeah, but it's like, like I said about that uh, Mumkey Jones guy, I never really watched him, but I knew who he was. Now, he made really dark humoured and edgy content. Mm. I will admit, it, it did push the boundaries a lot. It was really dark and edgy. But technically, it didn't actually break any TOS. It was really dark humour, and it did take digs at a lot of, I guess, things that are very sensitive. But technically nothing broke the TOS but YouTube still shut him down mm. because apparently um, they they claim that the videos violated hate speech Monkey Jones disagrees and said no 
because there was one where he was like reading reading like the manifesto of a killer and monkey jones said no i was taking the piss out of the killer i wasn't um encouraging his what he thought was right like mm. killing people monkey said i was just reading it and like taking the mick but youtube disagreed and didn't want him on their platform so it's hard to see really i think i think we're still going up but i do agree with ryan i think it will eventually dip and go back to how it was within the next 10 years but then i can't promise that mm. but i saw a thing on it on instagram it was a meme and it said it's weird to think how a whole generation that was raised on family guy in south park mm. is like so easily offended but then I just I go by yeah but whole... we're not raised on that no either. it's the it's the millennials we're not millennials yeah but we're generation yeah, but how X. are the millennials all offended there is no I don't know I don't, I don't I haven't seen any evidence of that I don't know there's no evidence that they're offended they're just no, covering it's, it's the, the stereotype they're covering each other's asses. really it's the stereotype it's just our generation that is offended I feel like what, we're Generation X, aren't we? Uh, or yeah, why? So. It's one of the two. Yeah, no, why? Because oh, mm. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know because I don't really know if we are that. I mean, I've met some people in our generation. I mean, now what I want to say is what I'm saying is not facts. Well, not I guess def definite facts. This is just stereotypes I'm following. The stereotype is that millennials get offended by everything. Obviously, you have a you have a group of millennials who don't, but that's just the overall stereotype, and I'm not enforcing that stereotype in any way. But it's just it's Generation just kind of Z. What I saw. Generation Z. Um, oh yeah. People born after 1996, according to GenHQ.com. Okay. Well, yeah, but that's but that's the thing. So what I was saying, I agree with Ryan. I think eventually it will go back to how it was, but then that won't be permanent. It'll go back to how it was, then it'll go back to being PC. Mm. It's just how life works. Yeah. But I've learned, no matter what time you're in, whether it's a time when no one's offended or it's a time when people are offended, no matter who you are or what you do, somebody is going to dislike you. Someone is going to not agree with you. Someone's going to break the taboo. Exactly. So it's I happened just, many years, and it's a literal community and social thing. Because I it's used to going be a, to happen. I used to be a people pleaser, and I can't lie. Part of my personality still is a people pleaser. I think I will always have that trait in me. But I've been trying to catch myself now when I'm trying to please people, and I try and remind myself that look, obviously don't go out of your way to upset people, but just remember that no matter who you are. People are yeah, going, someone's going to dislike you, so just be yourself in mm, a way. No, I've noticed it. What, that I try and please people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I catch myself because It I, kind of annoys me a little bit in terms of because I want to know your genuine, like, response and I want to know because I don't know. But it's, it's the, is the, is, is right, it's human nature mm. to worry that people don't like you. And coming from someone like me who does have anxiety. I get worried a lot that people don't like me. Right. Now, when I break down this fear, it doesn't make sense. Mm, no, yeah. But anxiety, when you... I've had so many friends with it. It's cool. If you don't dig in... The thing is, surface level anxiety, you feel like it makes sense. Mm. When you start to question, okay, why does this actually scare me? You learn to realise that your fears generally don't make sense. Mm. 
But obviously, surf when you're on the surface level, that's when it's kind of hard. To I'm going to say something. Go ahead. That will offend a lot of people. Okay. Warning, anyone listening? Recently, a lot of people are self-diagnosing themselves with oh, no, like depression. No, I'm not saying you are. Like with like depression, anxiety, and things like that, because they have these resources to things in which that will give them information on it. That annoys me. No, but I've actually I've actually been diagnosed. I like, believe you, Billy. <laughs> it's calm. So, uh, so I, I believe mean, you. Catch myself. I'm trying to please Reese right now. I need to catch myself. Um, but yeah, like that became quite a big thing, and that kind of annoyed me because all of these people who are actually struggling with it, they're kind of pushed to the side because the all of these people going, away. "Oh yeah, I have it. Love me, please." The validation kind of goes yeah, away, doesn't it? And it's, like, of, mm. it's like the, not emphasis, but you take, it kind of decreases the importance. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, in, terms, in terms of that you should be treated rather than these other people that actually need it. Uh, mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit... Uh, then, what was it? Oh, yeah, speaking of the future, I spoke to my brother about this a while ago. He actually came up and asked me this. Um, this was just like this is for a conversation we had like just randomly popped up and he was like what do you think the music will be like in the future I said it will be something that we can't comprehend right now mm. that's what I believe we yeah. won't ever be able to comprehend it because thinking about it we don't understand right we understand why um, people in the time liked Beethoven and liked classical music and whatnot yeah, but that is something in which we never really see now. It's kind of died right. in a way yeah. in terms of popularity. Not saying that it's gone completely. Mm. I don't. Th- I was th- um, my brother said um, that he thought that it may go back to like classical music, and that might be a big thing. Yeah, but then he was like, N- it scratched that because what I said. Yeah. Um. I think it won't be. We won't be able to comprehend it. Would we you won't. Think? Well, is I. I kind of say I said this in the last podcast, and I'll kind of say it again. Best thing to do, in my opinion, observe and experience. Mm. Observe. Mm. Look for patterns. No, I. I'm just interested in music myself because I listen oh, to yeah. it quite a lot. Um, like I said, I want to get into music, but I want to do media first, and then <laughs> after that. Well, if you do I'll media, you're all good. You yeah. can understand how to exploit people. <laughs> <laughs> Encourage industry plants. What? What are they? <laughs> are you one? Shh, Billy. Conspiracy theory. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's not that funny. No, Why it's just laughing? it's just kind of cool to um try and think about these things that are, will happen in the future. Mm. But I think that's all I have. Yeah. Well, other than we... the fact that Jeffrey Star's makeup got stolen, but I, yeah, that... I kind of just put that down as that's... like maybe people want to know that. But yeah, I'm pretty but sure. That... I'm pretty sure if you were interested in that, Jeffrey Star made a video on it anyway, so you probably would have watched that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of crazy that makeup now is um, so ex- like it has so much value. Oh yeah, it that's, does. That's 
genuinely all, I, all my point is. Should we uh, phone in to Josh now, see if he's available? Yeah, go on in. Go on then, right. Go on in. Let's call. Let's put it up to the mic. Unfortunately, Josh doesn't want to pick up his phone. He said he was sick, so he doesn't. He hasn't. So yeah, he has. But um, he texted us. And I think he said uh, he's doing all right. Up, so. He just he's on the recovery anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll probably be back in next week. Yeah, we'll try and do one obviously next week. Hopefully, we can get Daniel. Just text me saying he only he only just saw my text. Oh shit! Um, which is fair enough. <laughs> one hour no. and thirty minutes later. No, he said uh, my text has only just come through. But Josh oh. said, Josh said hi anyway. I did wonder why my text wasn't sending. But so yeah, so hopefully next week we'll get Daniel and Josh on. Josh definitely. Daniel, I'm not sure, but you guys will see him at some point. Oh no, 100. percent I kind of want him on here because it's just a new um, point of view and, a and new, like I said, new on, personality. On the phone, me and him are always talking about drama mm, as well. That so. sounds like something that would be good. Yeah. So. Anyways, once again, hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode of the Jowie podcast. Um, I know it's been a bit weird only having me and Reese, not saying about Josh, but mm. you've got to make do with what I you mean, have. I mean, still, we, I think we're like, we did quite a good job bouncing yeah, off each other. I think we did quite good today, so I'm, I'm happy with I'm happy as it's come out. But remember, guys, we're, we're on Spotify and iTunes now, as well as obviously YouTube. Mm. Um, if you go to our JLB on Anchor, you can see more in depth what platforms are available on. But Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, that's what Usually, it's, I think, I'm pretty sure Anchor gives it out to a lot of podcast apps, so... Yeah, well, it If anything, say, can we put our RSS feed on in the description? Because, actually, that helps um, to I search... Like that actually helps to search into apps of where we are. We'll see about that. We'll see. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. But, anyways, because um, Anchor said we were on Google Play, but when it gave me the link to Google Play... I clicked it and it said error 404 page not found. So I was Sorry, like, sir? Have you ever got the message that says error 404 page not found? What, what was that on? Anchor. It gives you. It gave me the. Because obviously I signed into our account mm. and it said um, all the platforms are available on. Gave me the link to Spotify. Clicked that. Took us to our Spotify page. Every other one took us to our page and what social media we're on. And then, but for Google Play, I clicked the link and it said error 404 page not found. So. I would like to think we're on Google Play, but I'm not going to say we are because I'm not sure. But Spotify, iTunes, even and YouTube so. is what we are on. Even so, I don't even know if Google Play is quite a big platform for podcasts. I'm not sure. Yeah, but even well, even so, we'll try. Um, if not, you, we are available on any other podcast. We're highly uh, available right now, apparently. Exactly. So um, yeah. I, I was also watching the Hat Films um, podcast. It's called Hat Chat. Oh yeah. Um, that uh, they they I think they use the same service as us because it took them a while to go onto iTunes as well, yeah. and they said it in their podcast. So that's quite good. Yeah, but shows that professional people are doing, and we're following the right steps. Following in their footsteps, exactly. So, anyways, guys, once again, remember to tweet us on Twitter if you have any inquiries at JLP Podcast One. I believe our Twitter handle is. I believe that's what it is. But as always, guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, we hope then obviously I hope you enjoyed on YouTube. Remember to leave a like and subscribe to our YouTube page. And uh, yeah, so I've been Billy from Jeremy Podcast. This has been Reese. Thank, thank you so much for listening, guys. Hope to see you next week. Thanks see you guys. next week and take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>